Hello, this show contains mature content, viewer discretion advised. Hello, and welcome to Keeping Up with the Pantheons. A mythological podcast where we piss off a bunch of deities, get sent to hell so you don't have to. I'm Alex Hamilton. <laughs> I'm Tyler Hayes. <laughs> How are you, Tyler? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing pretty alright. Um, I've had a productive day. I've done beads. I went to the store. I bought beads, came home, realized I didn't have any spot for my beads, <laughs> and went, God damn it. So, yeah. I'm not saying it's, it's an addiction, I'm just saying that I have beads. <laughs> more than I need. Uh, you know, as long as it's not negatively affecting your life. It, I mean, when I do wake up in the middle of the night because I roll over on top of a bead and it hits me right in the spine and I'm like, ow. <laughs> I would say that's pretty negative. But other than that, you're, it, you're good. Yeah. So, um, all right. I guess I, we'll just get right into the episode. I put then. some beads inside this little pill container that I got on my keychain. So now <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you need some pills. And then I open it and it's beads. And then she takes the beads like they're pills. <laughs> you are correct. Talking about beads. That hurts her tum tum. Um, as far as I know, actually, I've, uh, I've seen on the internet that people have eat, eaten beads, and there's no negative consequences other than maybe some constipation. <laughs> but uh, little does Tyler know, she has microplastics in her bloodstream now. Oh, I am aware. <laughs> I am part bead. <laughs> Consume <laughs> bead. That, that's, all right. All right, I can mm -hmm. accept that. Yeah. Right. Uh, we are, we are to episode 131. Yay. And, uh, today we are going to be talking about one of the works of Tolkien. Again? I, well, we've talked about Tolkien the man himself. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes. Now, we are talking about the Silmarillion. Okay. All right. You... Nope. Nope. No information. <laughs> no, I just was agreeing with you. <laughs> okay. Now, I read The Silmarillion before, but it's like almost 20 years ago. <laughs> okay. I would have been six. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's definitely been a minute, and it I probably rank it as one of the hardest books I've read in my life. Really? Yes. Was it, like, too hard to understand the language, or was it, like, just hard to digest? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it, it was, uh, no, um, it was just, there's the language, and there's so much information packed into it, and so on and so forth, so it's a lot like trying to read through the Bible. Oh, it's boring. <laughs> Some parts, yes. Um, my brain does that thing where whenever I'm playing um, Genshin Impact and they have those words that are make-believe, uh -huh. my brain just goes straight over them. It's like, in the land of... <laughs> there was a mighty dragon. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I really didn't think this through too well because, well, the Silmarillion is really complicated 
And honestly, there's a good chance I'm just going to end up doing multiple episodes just kind of spread out on uh, okay. the book alone. So, so this is part one, and part two is going to be in four months? <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a week. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> whatever suits my fancy and whatever pops into my head that's it at that moment. So. I can't decide what to have for breakfast. How are we going <laughs> to decide these episodes? <laughs> that's why I do the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think for today, we're going to start just right at the beginning of the story. That's Great place to spar uh, yeah, start. Yeah, that's usually where you start things. <laughs> so, and this is the creation of their world, I guess. Okay. So, uh, first off, you have Mommy Dan Planet and Daddy Planet loved each other very much, so they decided to do coitus. <laughs> Uh, not, not quite. Uh, so first off, you have Eru. He, he is God. Okay. Essentially. Okay. Uh, and then you have his children, the, uh, the Aenir, who are, they're literally born of his thoughts. That would suck. Do you know how many, like, really bad thoughts I have in a day? <laughs> it's like, all of my children are gonna be like, let's burn and murder stuff. And I'm like, this is what I get for having really bad impulsive thoughts, huh? <laughs> so, you know what? Then you might sympathize with with Eru here. I'd probably be like, kill him. <laughs> so, the, uh... The <laughs> <laughs> that would be more of Tiamat, but, well, that that's a different mythology. Um, so the Aenir are, represent different aspects of Eru, Oh, God, I love that. You know, like, those ep that episode of Teen Titans where Raven was, like, six different versions of herself? Yes, I love that episode. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, eventually, uh, Eru calls the most powerful of his children to him, and he gives them a theme to work on. And they're going to be working on a song. And he gives okay. each of them a different piece to work on. But is like, hey, add your own thing to this. And let's see what you come, come up with. Okay. This is... This is feeling bad. <laughs> so anytime you give a writer like a prompt, you know for a fact it's gonna be like sunlight and it's gonna be the sunlight glistening off their gun. <laughs> <laughs> so they work for a while, you know, some of them just by themselves, some of them actually will break off in the groups and but okay. they're they're all going for it, right? Let's or, start a band. Yeah, and uh, uh, eventually Arrow summons them to see what they've all come up with. So shit, I'm not done. <laughs> so they start to sing along to this overarching theme. And do we know what the theme is? Uh, not yet. Yeah, so they don't. But yeah, we'll we'll get there in just a minute. Okay. Uh, so it's this beautiful and wonderful music, right? Okay. Except for one of them, named Melkor. And Melkor made. An emo song. I get it. Yes. <laughs> Listen to that name. That sounds like someone who starts an emo band. <laughs> now, Melkor is the most powerful of the Anyar. Okay, so he was the one who was called at the beginning? Uh, and the, and, uh, yes, he's one of them. And he's also the most knowledgeable. Okay. So. So he's got a brooding backstory. Got it. Yeah. And instead of trying to harmonize with everyone, which that's part of their assignment okay 
he starts purposely causing discord in the music because he was just trying to make it all about him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so basically, he's a selfish prick. It's, <laughs> it's that episode of uh, the abridged series Attack on Titans. Harmonize with me, maggot! <laughs> <laughs> so, so Eru, uh, he stops and then he starts up a new theme. For all of them to start singing along to. So Eru is basically like, that was terrible. Do it again. <laughs> and <laughs> Melody's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but let's try this. And Melkor, of course, does this bullshit again. Okay. So Eru stops again, and he's like, hey, Melkor, come on, dude. You need to participate with the class. <laughs> yeah. And he starts a third time. But this time when Melkor starts trying to screw it up, Eru starts twisting the theme because he starts adding stuff to it. And so no matter how hard Melkor tries to uh, keep screw uh, screwing it up, it keeps harmonizing anyways. Okay, so Melkor comes in with a kazoo and he's like, I'm the best. Do, 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 do. <laughs> now, once they're done singing, Eru takes all of them to show them what's going on. Okay. Uh, they had, in fact, been creating the world called Arda. With music? With music. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's how this works. Yes. Got it. Uh, Eru also reveals that if they want, they can go to this world to govern and shape it for his eventual creations, which are elves and men. And... Half-elves, eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Which, uh, I'm not 100% just uh, sure on this, but I'm sh I, I think what they were saying in the story itself, which uh, that part that Eru kept adding, that okay. kept on making the, even Melkor's part harmonize, okay. was actually the music that would end up creating elves and men. Okay. So... <laughs> So, he made the balance of being? Yes. Yep, he brings that. Even even the discord that Melkor has, he, he balances that out. So, Melkor, of course, he wants to get to Arda as quick as possible. Because he wants it all for himself. And he's like, Lalameo, these are my toys. <laughs> yeah. And But he doesn't even want humans or elves there. Like, his eventual purpose is to kill off that those species. Yeah, so these are my toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my sandbox. No one else gets to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, now the Aenir who go to Arda, uh, they, are called, they get a new name called the Valar. For the most powerful of them. And the mayor, who are, you know, not quite so powerful. The mayors and the presidents. <laughs> so we're going to actually just go through the list of the Valar and okay. their characteristics. Okay. So first off, we have Manwe, who, this he's actually the king of the Valar once okay. they go there. And he has the greatest authority. Is this like my episode on the angels? We're, ju we're just going to go through the like, yep. hierarchy? Yeah, actually. Okay. Very, very similar. Um, he has the greatest authority. He's also Melkor's brother. But So let's pause here for just a second. So all of them are born of uh, Eru's thoughts, right? Yeah. But because of this... He, uh, 
basically they're only siblings if they are somehow siblings within Eru's mind. I guess Tolkien did it like uh, the whole concept of, cho- uh, you know, brothers and sisters marrying each uh-huh. other any more than you do. <laughs> Hey, yeah, you're right. You know what? I can respect that. Honestly, no, I get it. So, these guys are actually brothers. Yes, Melkor and Manwe are actually brothers. You know Uh, what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about the big guy. What's his name? Eru? Eru being like, this is my sandbox, and y'all are going to harmonize with me, and we're going to make another sandbox. And the other guy's like, I want that one. And it's like, how dare you take my things? (laughs) Son. So Manwe is, he's the lord of the sky. Okay. Uh, he controls air, wind, clouds. Um, he also can see, like, forever in any direction that he looks, right? Oh, that's cool. Uh, Only in the direction that he looks? Yeah. All no, he has time. to, he has to look. He has to physically look in a direction. That would mean motion sickness. <laughs> and his vision can be blocked uh, okay. by people with powers um but he has no real concept of evil which makes it really easily for melkor to trick him like later on so he's all good all time Uh uh-huh okay uh then you have olmo who he controls the waters wait wait how does he have no concept of evil if he can look at everything at once yeah he, well he he, he doesn't just... understand it like he'll see it it's like that's a terrible thing why would you do that and it's like he's never gotten his cookie taken away from him as a child yeah exactly and then he he just doesn't he doesn't get it so he's like oh i'm sorry i did that can you forgive me of course i forgive you and then get stabbed in the back. I was just about to be like, stab in the kidney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Next guy. Okay. So water. Thank, uh, yeah. We have Olmo who controls the waters on Arda and he's second in authority. He's also just uh, the chief architect okay. for the, uh, this planet essentially. Okay. Uh, also like Melkor really disliked him. Because no matter how hard Melkor tried, he could never corrupt water. Like, he, like he would corrupt all this other stuff, but he could not... Like, no matter what he tried to do with water, it just wouldn't Has he work. Have ever tried to put chemicals in it? <laughs> well, then it just evaporates and goes Turn away. Turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Sorry. So. Holy shit, crap. <laughs> so... Yeah, and also, like, I think, if I remember correctly, he actually raced ahead and even got to Arda before Melkor did. Oh, shit. <laughs> he was like, it's like, it's like I'm going to get there first, and Olwo's already there on the planet. Be like, fuck you. And he's splashing in the water, and he's taking a bubble bath, and he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so next up, we have uh, Aul, uh, who is, he's Lord of Matter. Oh, cool. Yeah, so this guy is... I I really like this guy. He's funny. He sounds like a nerd. (laughs) Uh, So he's actually the one who created the uh, the dwarves. Okay. Which really pissed off Eru. (laughs) Why? Uh, uh, Because he was... They were never a part of the original design. They did not exist within the song at all. Okay, so he was basically like, you know what would be fun? Short people live in the mountains. Yeah. 
So, but when uh, Eru was like, hey, you gotta destroy them, and I was like, okay, he came to, like, he brought out his hammer, and they got scared, Eru, like, felt bad, and he was like, okay, just make them go to sleep, they can wake up after the elves get here. Oh, okay, so they were there first. (laughs) Yeah, technically, yes, they were actually there first, but they then were put to sleep. Until okay. until okay. the uh, the elves. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's fair. So, so next up, uh, but it's why they like the gold and statues and living in the mountains because that's what their god who created them was. That's what he created them out of. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So they, they all c- start running to this planet, and this guy instantly goes, "Here are my OCs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next up is uh, Orame. Uh, he's the Lord of Trees, and also he's the Huntsman of the Valar. And in later years, when the Valar retreat to their home and they leave Middle Earth to Melkor, it's Orme who continues to hunt and explore that particular continent. Okay, so he basically goes deuce and then starts hanging out with trees. Yeah, uh, he's the angriest of the Valar, by the way. Okay, so he's like, fuck off and goes hangs out with the trees. <laughs> yes, uh, and also he's the one who finds the elves when they first awaken Oh, in Middle-earth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next we have Mandos, who is, he's the, basically he's the Lord of the Dead. And likes to speak prophecies of doom. You always kind of have to have one of those. Yeah, he's not, like, mean or evil or anything. He's just, like, he's he's actually Manway's uh, uh, best counselor. And he'll only speak prophecies when he's asked. But he he's, uh, he's real honest. <laughs> so he's basically that guy who sits in the corner. But then the second you talk to him, he's like, you want to go see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so fair. I'd hang. So now Irmo, Mandos little brother, is Lord of Dreams and Visions. Okay. So a bit more like there. Okay, so those two are hanging out with each other and it's like you wanna go see a dead body? Oh I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Last of all is of at, at least the, the male lords, we have Tolkus. Who, hmm, I wonder who that represents. He was the last of the Valar to come to Arda, and he and basically he went there to fight Melkor. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's the strongest physically of the Valar, and he has this habit of laughing during fights. <laughs> That's <laughs> he, all right. Yeah, he only uses his fists as a weapon. He's also the fastest. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I respect that. I was showing my coworker a really sad video, and I was like, I'm sorry if I laugh in advance. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I do it when I get nervous. Leave me alone. <laughs> now, for the li- uh, now for the ladies, we have first Varda, who is actually married to Manway. Yeah. So uh, Melkor actually hates and fears her the most. <laughs> Because she rejected him back when they were actually still with Eru. Oh, of course. Uh, she was the only... She's, what a fucking incel. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's the only one who can see through Melkor. Like, she just... And that terrifies him. She knows he's just a piece of shit, basically. Oh, damn. And she calls him out on it. 
<laughs> but no one believes her. Yeah, like every time she's like, dude, it's like, I know he's your brother. Don't, 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 no. Oh, honey. Honey. Sweetheart. Why? This is like the 12th time you've given him $20 and he hasn't given it back. Yeah. It's not going to happen the 21st time. <laughs> uh, she's also the one who created the first stars over Arda oh. to have light for everyone. She's like, Lala Mayo, you know what would be fun? Big balls of gas. <laughs> Um, then we have, uh, Nienna, uh, she's the Lady of Mercy, and she's another one who is honestly too good and gives people a chance when they shouldn't be given a chance. Okay. So the other girl is like, listen, all of you, and then they're like, hmm, we don't see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Este, who is married to Irmo, she's a, uh, healer, and she likes to sleep during the day. Respect. <laughs> Wait, so what happens if you get a, like, sword stab through your face, like, in, at noon? Uh, you know, she doesn't mind being woken up. She just likes to sleep during the day. She's probably nursing off a hangover and is like, you know what would be great for you? Vodka. I'm gonna <laughs> heal you this way. <laughs> alright, alright. Then we have Ver, who is married to Mandos. And she actually weaves a tapestry that contains the story of their world. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So she's the scribe. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Uh, Yavana, who created plants and animals. And uh, she's actually married to uh, Owl, who made the, the dwarves. Oh, okay. And. Um, oh, so they're all like. Let's make our OCs. Just one of them's a furry. Well, well uh, with her, like, after she found out that her husband had created dwarves, she actually went and bugged Eru until he let her make uh, the ants, the tree people. Oh. Because she was like, hey, listen, I... the It's not fair. <laughs> he got to do this thing. I want to do this thing, too. No, it's, it's, it's like his children... They, they're made from stone. They're going to hate trees. <laughs> I need something to protect my trees. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he did it without asking anyone. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I got to do something about it. And they're married. So, mm -hmm. like, they don't even have an argument about it. Yeah. She just goes off and fixes it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have Yavana's sister, Vana, who is married to Orame. Uh, or me. Uh, she is over young things and, like, blossoming flowers and such. Okay. Uh, she's also the most beautiful of the Valar, so. There's always that one. Yep. <laughs> uh, and finally, there is Nessa, who, she is a, a dancer. Okay. Yeah, that's her whole bit. She just likes to dance. Uh, she's the sister of Ormi, and she's married to Tolkis. Guy who likes to fight. fight. So I mean, that's a that's a cute couple there. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this tree, and she's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. and she'll go and for some reason she likes to race deer and outrun them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever gets your kicks done, dog. Uh, so these are our major players as far as gods. That's a lot of them. Yep. Yep, and that is why this is, that is all the, uh, the episode. Oh. <laughs> Was just us going through them. So, basically, Melkor 
prideful. Kind of an asshole. Asshole. Is he married to anyone? Nope. The only one he tried to get with was Varda. And she was like, Nah. Nah. (laughs) She went, hmm, no. I'm going to be with your much nicer, better brother. (laughs) (laughs) Your much nicer, better brother? Isn't there anything about me you like? No. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) Uh, so uh yeah that's our um that is our episode good episode today uh thoughts feelings uh other than the fact that i know you're probably gonna do more later i'm not gonna remember any of these characters Mm -hmm. do you want me to write them down like on a piece of paper no i can have your notes out and i can just stare at it and be like "Uh uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh Or I can do what I do with Genshin Impact, and then I have to Google someone's name so I remember what their face looks like, so then I can be like, yeah, that character. I'll try and, like, put little snippets in the notes as I'm telling you the stories uh, when we hit. Okay. You know like, what? the ma- main one that you need to, like, really remember that guy. is Melkor. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Little emo kid. Got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, um... Thank you for listening. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, please, please do. And listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, or basically wherever you get your pod. No, listen to your podcast on. You can reach us at our Twitter and Instagram, Keep Podcast, or Facebook group, Keeping Up with the Pantheons. You can reach us at our email at keepingpantheons at gmail.com. And, and remember, remember, gods are dicks. dicks. Even created ones. Yeah.